to the Divorce Devil Podcast, a show tailor-made for those stepping out of the divorce recovery space. Follow your hosts, David and Rachel, as they dive into the all-too-familiar shitstorm of the more-than-interesting end-of-the-road divorce topics, stories, and discussions. While realizing it can be a trying stage, they have been where you are and understand the struggle. And yes, the struggle is real. They know that recovery can be such a clusterfuck. Check out the podcast if you feel like you're juggling chainsaws, then strap in and hold on for some honesty, authenticity, and hard-in-your-face irrefutable truths. This innovative podcast is not for the faint-hearted, so if you can't handle the certain truths, just keep it moving. If you can, welcome to the show. Is it? Welcome out there to Divorce Devil. (laughs) Stop making me laugh! Welcome out there to Divorce Devil, episode uh, 123. We got we have a special guest. Oh, we do? She's yeah. a silent guest. Yeah, she's a silent guest. But she might say something. You never know. She might laugh or something. If you fart. laugh or she need might, to interject, she might laugh or fart know. or something. Yeah. So she, she, she You're the one we're worried about farting, not anybody else. Yes. So this is Divorce Over episode 123, uh, Rachel and David. And so today we have a special, well, hell, we have a special show every week. So today we're talking about uh, after a big event, how things, how some things don't matter as much as they did before. Yeah. So the backstory, I had a a little uh, mini stroke Sunday morning. And it's Wednesday, folks. They went back to work two days ago. Because I'm a boss. That's how I roll. Oh, you went back to work yesterday. Yeah. And then you work today. Yeah. So if he slurs his speech, oh. I, I went and saw John Wick on Monday. John Wick yeah. 4. I think they call, I think they kill like 250 people. Oh. It was cool. Anyway, so from that event for me, it, it kind of centers me again. And I didn't really care about shit before, but I really don't care about shit now. <laughs> right. Who are you texting? I have to tell you something, but I forgot what I was supposed to tell you. So uh, I'm texting uh, the tight. Maybe we should take you to the Matt, ER. I, I know my name. I yes. know. I know where I'm at. <laughs> um, no, and I think too, so. With divorce, that's the big event in it in of itself. But if anything else happens while you're getting divorced, you almost can't take it, right? You almost can't handle anything else. So I feel like you, your body just becomes numb, right? Yep. You are just going through the motions. And at some point, yours was an event, you know, could have been way worse, right? Definitely. Um, I think you have to get to a point where you're like, I have to live each moment, each day, each, each thing that I come through is a milestone. So when you come through a divorce or you're going through a divorce or, you know, you finally sign the papers or whatever. Every step. You have to have that mindset of like, I really just need to take care of myself. I need to make sure that, you know, the people around me that I care about know how much I care about them. And when you're in the, when you're in the midst of divorce, the only people that you can really take care of is your, your children and yourself. Right. Cause yep. nothing else really Not matters. In that order, of yeah, course. Nothing else really yep. matters. So how do you prevent from getting, I want to call it things don't matter. Burnout that, that you don't get to the point where nothing matters, but you got to figure hard. out what 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 matters. But you but everything can't, you know. It's everything almost like can't everything can't be a battle. Yeah, yeah. I I I I think I was lucky in that because you know the relationship I'm in now is way different than the relationship that I was in before. But when you know when I was married, it was good until it wasn't. 
Now, my new relationship that I'm in, that I'm committed in the relationship that I'm actively in right now, right? <laughs> okay. We choose not to argue. We choose not to disagree. We choose not to have that turmoil because a lot of times, especially with children, you have that interjection of the mm-hmm. children having their beginning their new lives. You know, we got kids graduating college and starting new jobs. We have a kid going to middle school. We have all these things that are coming at us always. So we don't want to be the problem. So we talk everything out. We like we have fun even doing nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So when something comes up, when a life event comes up, we band together, we figure it out, and then we talk out how it could have been better or how, and I go, it sounds, it sounds weird, right? Cause in divorce and a marriage that may not have been great, a lot of times communication isn't there. So I think, you know, with your event you just had, you, how, how many people you're like, I just want to let you know I love mm-hmm. you. I care about you. You need, you need to reach out. You, you need to learn too, like what really is valuable and, you know, when you're going to divorce, you don't think anything's valuable. You don't even think your 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 you own self is valuable because you failed at a marriage or you're you're not mothering the way you did before because now you only have their kids part time. And then there's days where you're like, oh, I wish they were at their dad's, and then you're like, oh, I wish they were with me. So there's always a battle when you're going mm-hmm. through a divorce. Um, even I, I think also too yeah. when you go through a big big event that pre- prepares you for any other big event. Yeah. I think if I never went through a divorce, that this stroke would have been a lot bigger in my life. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not taking it. I do take it seriously, but it, but it doesn't define me. Well, and I think, too, divorce is one of those life events. You know, when they tell you how stressed you are, you have to take those tests or whatever, yep. when they're checking your mental health. And, like, divorce, death, all these things, a huge medical thing, you know, that could have been catastrophic yeah it could have stopped your career you know all this stuff that it could have led to you're gonna be like you know i got through this i got through that and i think the strongest people i know have had a lot of adversities throughout their life like you know i lost a sibling at a young age i have a sister with cerebral palsy i have parent parent alcoholics i you know there was a lot of stuff past relationships were shitty Mm -hmm. and so i think all those different adversities led me to where i am today and I, if I could go back and change anything, I would have communicated a lot more earlier. Yeah, but you learn from your mistakes. Yeah. But and that's the thing, too. Like, I didn't learn. I think, I thought I communicated great. But no, I was the person who, if I, if there's a problem or if you're mad at me, I shut down. I sucked. And I was a horrible communicator. Yeah. Horrible. But and, now I'm pretty good. And then how do you learn that, care, though? When I care. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the only way you learn that you're bad at something, because I always say this thing, like, if you steal for the first time as a child and don't know stealing is bad the first time, is it really like a terrible offense? Is it stealing? Is it stealing? Yeah. Now, once your parent goes, oh, my God, you stole. You can't do that. You didn't pay for it, blah, blah, blah. And if you choose to steal again, the that's where your on. morals and your yep. ethics come in, right? So now you're consciously doing something that's wrong. You don't know how to go through a divorce if you've never been through a divorce. You mm-hmm. don't know how to grieve a parent if you've never lost a parent. You don't know how to recover from a heart attack. You don't yeah. stroke anything. So you don't know when it, when it's the first time. Yeah. Yep. And not that we want to have it, you know, a second or a third divorce mm-hmm. or, you know, and like I lost both my parents. And when my dad passed away, it was, he, he was my best friend and it was devastating. When my mom passed, we were on like a rocky, we had a rocky relationship, but we were on like a good streak, I would like to say. And then 
it wasn't as hard as my mom's, but it was different. I mean, as my dad's, but it was still a parent death. Mm-hmm. It was, yes, I lost my mom, but we also had a fight. And then it was guilt. Where my dad's, when he passed, I knew he was sick. I knew that, you know, he was terminal. I knew all this stuff. I kind of got to prepare where my mom's mm-hmm. was. We found out she was sick. Something totally f- different than what she was sick from caused her to pass away. So it was like, oh, wait, what? And so, yes, I was able to mourn a parent again because I've already been through that with a parent. But it still has its own personal things, you know. So divorce, like we are both went through a divorce, but they're different. You how, do you, how do you pass on that fortitude or that, that angst or that, that strength to the next generation? Because they haven't been through that. I, I don't know that yeah. we have. I don't know that we have. I think it kind of have because they they've kind of been through it with you, well, the the divorce. Yeah. So they they so it's almost like it's it's well, like how negative. Did you feel? And how did you feel though? Because your parents collateral were divorced. damage. Oh it yeah, man. I'm third generation. Th- yeah. It didn't Second help you go yeah. through your divorce, did it? My parents divorced when I was the same age as my daughter right now. Like my daughter was 19 mm-hmm. when we, you know, decided to get divorced. Um, I was 19 when my parents decided to get divorced. I was excited when my parents decided to get divorced. I was, I, I was so too. thrilled that the fighting was finally going to stop. I think it, it was more for me that I, I couldn't believe I was a second generation. Yeah. Like, like I failed twice. Well, uh, my yeah. biggest thing too is like with my daughter, like I knew how she felt but I didn't know how she felt because it was different. Correct. You know, so I said, oh, you know what? I was the same age when grandma and grandpa got divorced. I had no idea how she felt. I had no idea because I was consumed in how I felt when my mm-hmm. parents got divorced. I'm like, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be great. I almost kind of not dismissed her feelings, but was like, well, if I can get through it, you can get through it. Well, no, I'm not mm-hmm. her. She was at college. I was at college when my parents got divorced. So it was... We have similar things, but way different. Because my relationship with my ex is way different than my mom and dad's relationship yeah. was. Like, definitely different. So, and I didn't learn anything from my parents' divorce that, to, that helped me in mine. Yeah. So, again, I think each situation is different. But I think a lot of that guilt, too, like being, oh, well, your grandparents divorced. I'm divorced. You know. So, I hope you don't get divorced kind of thing. But I don't yeah. think my parents situation helped me. I don't think divorce is generational and or chromosomal. Of course, (laughs) it's not chromosomal. You got the genes, man. You got the, it's not like having diabetes. Divorce, divorce, (laughs) divorce, divorce, divorce chromosome 13. Like, dang, man. I got it. Divorce devil, right? 13. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So yeah, I think when you go through any life event, you have to be you have to be kind to yourself. You, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make decisions that probably aren't the best. Definitely when it comes to David's serial dating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you just have to learn from each experience. But you have to take every experience and learn from it. Yeah. And I think, what, well, we say this all the time. What's the definition of insanity? Repeating the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're going through a divorce and you're now at the hoe phase and you keep dating the same type of dude or keep What's going. What's wrong with that? It, it's not going to work out. Yeah, but but you got to have a couple of mulligans. <laughs> mulligans, re, rebound, dating, yeah. dating mulligans. Hey, that's mulligans. A, that's a new term. There you go. Dating mulligans. <laughs> not you're you're not dating mulligans, but you have a dating mulligan. Mulligan. Yeah. Yeah. So dating mulligans not a not a not a person, but it's a thing. It's a phase. Phase. Yes. It's an event during a phase. Pass. Pass. 
You get a pass. <laughs> you get a, was that a hall pass? Yeah, but that's you're married though. Do you get a what? Do you do you hall pass? You ever hear of that? No. So when you're dating, if there's like the celebrity that you have a crush on, if they say, "Hey, let's get together," which you know never happens, you get a hall pass from your marriage to be able from to your be marriage. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah, that works out. You ever saw that movie? No hall oh, pass. Hall pass. You got to watch it. It's really funny. Oh. It's Owen Wilson. I think that's a white thing. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're divorced, it's a white and black thing, right? Because that's what leads to divorce. I don't think hall pass. You think you have a hall pass? I don't think hall pass is a brother thing. I think that's a white thing. I'm pretty sure you think you have a hall pass during your marriage, but your spouse doesn't know about it, so it's not really a hall pass. It's a. I think we need a divorce. It's a pass without the L. Oh, it's a pass. hoe pass. Hoe pass. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I think, again, with any, doesn't have to just be divorce. Like, you know, if you with if you go through the uh, death of a parent or something, something major catastrophic, you just need to be kind to yourself. Give yourself time to heal. Know your limits, David. Mm-hmm. Know when to not go to work the next know day. Know when to hold, know when to fold. Yeah. And so, know when to walk away. Know I, when to run. I don't even know what the topic is. It's totally squirrels. What are we talking about? <laughs> ho face. Ho face. You lost me at ho face. You lost. Never. Hey, never count your money at the money. Count your money at the table. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I got you. But yeah, I think you know having having a big event like today. I just found out that one of my students passed away, and I I processed it. I've seen you know. Part of it is he's not suffering anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is our community really comes together, together. when um, there's any event with kids. You know, we have kids in our school that are sick actively right now. So I it's think, almost like you have to spin it yeah. into a positive, yeah. which is hard to do sometimes, but not impossible. And I think today, you know, when, we, when everybody was told and so that, we we're all like, you know, he it was al- it was up. almost like a relief. He, he again, he he was being homeschooled now because he was declining and it wasn't really having some st- like progress in school. So mom had him homeschooled, but mom came in today <coughs> and we were all able to tell her how much they, we cared about them and stuff like that. So I think when, you know, relating this to a big event, you have to do it with grace. Just know that you may not make an event because you have, you had a big event today. So are you still going to see your daughter? Yep. So he's still getting on a plane, yep. still living life, mm-hmm. thankfully. Yep. And, you know, now it's, I had this event and maybe it was an eye opener to say, hey, let's ride our bike more. Let's play pickleball. Let's do our things. Let's go do What's all the interesting things. interesting is I, I started playing pickleball, riding my bike and walking the week before. You stress yourself out. No, it's not stress. <laughs> it's a physical event once again. Okay. Hello. Something well, breaks. Physically, you can physically stress your body out. Like, yeah. yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. All right. Stop it. Well, this is uh, episode number... 23. 123. 123. Yeah. So we want to thank Rachel for... One, two, three. For uh, diving into divorce strokes and everything else. Yeah. So life is good. Take, Just hey, live every tell moment. Tell the people in your life that But don't wear matter. them out. But, but leave some moments in the end. You can't, you, you can't spend all the money or spend all your moments. You have oh, to save some moments. Oh, someone tell my kids I'm spending all the money. They didn't get nothing. Sorry. Nothing left. Tell her. I'm, I'm taking it all. I'm like, I'm going to spend it on, I don't know, squirrels. And when you go through your, your whole phase, don't stay with the same one, same all the time. I mean, repeat for a little bit, but don't yeah. don't stay stuck in the whole phase. Well, don't stay with the same hoe. 
I mean, and, and the full, and the whole face. So that's like a double redundancy. We're gonna call it something else, like Mo, because hoes. Like I feel like it's a nah. Mo. I think it's, I, I think it's gonna be hoe there, squared. There's boy hoes. Squared. Is this in there? Is there a yes, name for yes. like a P- full, hoe? Play, is not just a woman. No, but thing. what's the boy version of Playboy? What is it called? That fuck boy. That's fuck it. Fuck boy. Wow. That's it. See, our guest is helpful, giving us all the uh, the youngin yeah. terminology. They were talking about something was Riz or something today at school. And I'm like, what the hell is Riz, Riz? mean? Yeah. Do you know what Riz is? No. What's Riz? It's like charismatic or something. It's like you got game. Like you have game. Duh. Like, Hello. I, I've been Riz forever. <laughs> All right. That's your Riz. nickname, Riz. Yeah, Riz. But yeah, I was like, I cannot keep up with the Urban Dictionary. And, and when I look at their... Who's your daddy? Riz. Riz. Riz, right here. Dr. Riz. Dr. Riz. <laughs> Dr. Love has left the building. Dr. Riz, Dr. Riz has showed is, up. Is, is, uh, I was like, stop using words you don't even know what the other one means. Like, they do not know what charisma means. We're to make some shit up next time. Just next, make up next a episode, we're going to make up some like, shit. Like, let's, let's make up one right now. Like what? You know, I really like Rizzo, so I'm going to say Rizzoed. Rizzoed? Rizzoed. What does that mean? That means you're a big girl. You're getting your groove on. Rizzoed. Okay, you take that back to college and you tell them. <laughs> you heard it first from Divorce Devil Podcast. I got Rizzoed. That's why my neck hurts. <laughs> my neck. My back. Oh, oh my crack. <laughs> All because you got Rizzoed. I feel like that just sounds weird. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I've been it? violated. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like someone forgot their towel. <laughs> but it's the towel or wet or dry. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to episode 123, folks. We should have a contest for Man, that best. was like off the cuff, man. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, we even had some help. Yeah. We got our youngster game youngster. over here. Yeah, we got our youngster game. Yeah. Hey, she's rizzoed. Yeah. No, Riz. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not Rizzo. I'm not even, Rizzo. He made Rizzo. up the word and doesn't even know what it means. <laughs> They're supposed to be taking advice from us, not being like, oh, what the fuck are they talking about now? Hey. <laughs> These people stupid. I don't want to be Rizzoed because I'm tired. Okay. We can't blame that on the stroke, can we? Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> not yet. Anything that goes wrong, definitely. Um, Lance told me to tell you Cinderella's story. Say, I think, I don't know what it means. I think I'm going to go for a nine iron. I think I was supposed to say it like I had a stroke, but I don't know. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. David knew what you're talking about. I don't. Oh, my, my God. It's my bad. Nine my iron. crack. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it in Lance term or something. Like, my oh, crack. My, my risode. I got risode. My crack. We're going to blame that on the stroke because he... Yeah, whatever. But all right. Well, all so right. when you have big events, be kind to yourself. Go with be grace. kind to others. Be kind to others. Ah, oh, shut the fuck up. No, we're not going to do that. But <laughs> I'm tired of others. Whatever. <laughs> I've had. I've I had need a break from others. Of others. Yeah. These Some, others. Sometimes you got to break from others. And I think when you're going through big events too, you need to like be like, I need my space. It almost is an excuse to be in your own space. Like mm-hmm. I, I had enough. I'm, I can't. I'm done. No. Like I need to think about myself. So when you have a big event like that, death, stroke, <laughs> uh, divorce, all these things, try to find your space in it. Just you know. And why are you typing? Why we're having a podcast? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, look. I'm doing everything myself. I know, right? 
You have no help here. I, I just I want to be rizzo Rizzo me, baby. I'm just the talent. Yeah, yeah you just look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to 123 on your divorce dial. Divorce double dial. Day, day, day. Day, day, day. There we go. You know me. You're gonna have to like edit some of this because we just saw. I am not gonna edit this. This this is this this is a this is a product of a post three day. This is a product of you having a a stroke, and we're like thankful that you're here. And but you know, I'm the boss. I run this shit, so I'm gonna produce this whole thing unedited. Okay. All right, everybody, love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.